Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Mita from Modesto Con. Uh, we're going to be down at Modesto Center Plaza, July 9th and 10th. We're going to have Doug Jones, Sam Jones, and lots of other fun. Tickets are only $4 in advance, $5 a door, so come on down. Bring the kids. Geekish Cast, episode 81. Paul and Jeremy visit the Speed Force. Welcome back to Geekish Cast. I'm your host, Jeremy, joined by my co-host and associate producer of uh, Geekish Cast, Paul Vieira. How you doing, Paul? What's going on, Jeremy? I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, you were a little under the weather last week. Uh, yeah, that's the understatement of the century. <laughs> so I'm glad to see you're feeling better. Yeah, I'm feeling much better, man. And I actually had to... Uh, which I uh, go, I had to call an audible. I got Chris from uh, Return to Camp Blood to come on and talk Warcraft with me for about 45 minutes. I still haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, did you play the game? I did. You might like the movie. I did not play the game. Therefore. Uh, therefore, <laughs> didn't care for the didn't movie. You know, I, still, I hope it's very successful. Um, I hope they get to make many more and all their fans get to enjoy them. Yeah. Um, the same thing. That being said, and I'm, it's not news at this point, but we also lost the, the new check off yesterday. Anton Yelchin uh, passed away <laughs> in a... I, I don't want to think about the details too much, but in a terrible... Uh, car accident is the only way to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it just doesn't sound like there's anything at fault, just something bad happened, and yeah. Yeah, so, it's sad uh, when you see somebody so young, you know, like it's yeah. sad either way, but I mean, the guy was so young. Man. It was just, yeah. Uh, did you catch the Lauren Cardinal interview that me and Deborah did? I haven't yet. The last one I, I uh, listened to was the uh, Warcraft one. Oh, okay. I'm actually been trying to bank up my podcast since I'm going to be driving to California. Oh, <laughs> good idea. So yeah. I'm kind of I'm stopping myself from listening to a bunch of my podcasts. So that's something to listen to. Oh yeah, well yeah, you got you got hours and hours to fill. Uh, about twenty each way. Yeah. Oh, just just twenty. <laughs> just twenty. No big deal. Yeah, you could rent a car, drive out here, and fly back from San Jose with them. That's true. Yeah. Just saying, but I'm not going to. It'll be fun to yeah. way back with him because we'll stop and do like a little road. No, that'll be that'll, that's a fun trip. Are you going to go through Arizona and New Mexico? Yep. Yeah, that's that's beautiful country through there too. It's going to be hot, but it's beautiful. Yeah, we'll stop at the like the largest ball of twine. Yeah, you got to see all that. You you have to see it all. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we had um, Lauren Cardinal from Corner Gas, which was a total landing him was kind of a fluke because I just randomly hit him up on Twitter one night to see if he'd do a podcast and. Day or two later, he said, "Yeah, we got more interviews coming up, guys. So um, 
if there's questions, you know, especially for Fred Awanek, or uh, I'm hoping, well, let's start with Fred. He's almost a lock. So if you got questions for Fred Awanek, let me know. That's awesome. I'm pretty stoked about that. Also, I, they're not quite a done deal yet, but um, Star Trek continues. Paul, have you ever? I know you're not a big Star Trek guy. No, not particularly. Yeah, but Star Trek continues. It's um, a handful of guys who, well, it's the second series to do it. They're continuing the original Star Trek TV show. Oh, that's sweet. They shoot it in 4-3 four, four, aspect ratio, and they basically just started it up like it's a fourth season of the show. I actually um, would be interested in that, because I everything anything after like the original series, I, I didn't really get into. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, Rathacon was the movie. Yeah. And uh, and I'm down. I like the new J.J. Abrams movies because I don't have like you know my until not super invested in the universe. I just like them as standalone movies. Yep. So I don't get like super mad like at part two, <laughs> like where we lost our mind. You know, I I, di- I didn't get that upset at it either. There were things about it I didn't care for, but I didn't get super crazy at it. Um, but next Tuesday. I'm and I'm going to get his name wrong. Todd Habercorn is the actor. He is Star Trek Continues Mr. Spock. Oh, cool. So I'll be interviewing him Tuesday. I am hoping that the day before I will actually have the creator of the show and their Captain Kirk an interview with him as well. And then there's a third person I'm trying to get who's one of the writers and directors they use that uh, James Kerwin is his name. And I'm hoping to get all three next week and then edit it into one episode gotcha. where it'll be a little bit with each one as we go. It's going to be a web series? Uh, there are actually a, a web series out there. I think if you go to StarTrekContinues.com, mm-hmm. um, I believe that's where you'll find it. There are five or six or seven episodes in already. Oh, wow. They've been around since 2013. Well, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. And I'm kind of interested in asking them to compare their... Because... Now they have played Kirk and Spock as much as the guys, or as much screen time as the guys in the new movies have. Gotcha. <laughs> and I kind of, I'm kind of interested in hearing how their take is compared to, you know, yeah, because that'll be kind of. Fun. All right, so you and I get together. We talk comic books, so that's enough pissing around. Let's talk comic books. Yeah, we're yeah, a couple weeks into rebirth. Yeah, how about that DC rebirth? Dude, I am digging it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sold on it. Um Can I make one speculation based off of what we've seen from the Superman comics so far? Yeah, sure. There's a fella named Mr. Oz running around yep. who has a room full of computer screens. Mm-hmm. Uh and I believe there was a character in Watchmen who had an Oz in his name and a room full of monitors. Am I am I the only one seeing this? Yeah, night owl, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh yeah, I'd almost, I'm almost thinking it's too obvious. Yeah, but... But I'd be okay. I, I want it to be. Yeah. Like, I want it to I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of thinking that it is. Well, here's what one, oh, I think I tagged you in it. A couple weeks back, somebody did one where they said that, because there's the guy and the girl you're seeing in the Batman comics right now, and they have, like, vigilante costumes on. Oh, Goth- Gotham and Gotham Girl? Yeah, his theory is that's Night Owl and Silk Spectre. Yeah, but so but but they have like superhuman strength and they can fly. Well, look, I'm just going off of the theory that I've seen out. <laughs> okay, and and anyways, you know, Doctor Manhattan apparently kind of did the double whammy on the universe. So could yeah, he, yeah, that? he absolutely could give them. He could boost their powers and stuff. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, they made a brief appearance in Batman Number One. 
Right. So that, no, well, we know nothing about them. We, yeah, we know absolutely nothing. We've seen their pictures on the cover. But there's been weird little correspondences, like Mr. Oz, Ozymandias. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that there is uh, three Jokers, or there are three Jokers, or however that's going to shake out. And uh, we're kind of missing the comedian from the Watchmen universe at the same time. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he be an interesting Joker to have pop up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's the thing. I'm kind of... Um, most of the books, I think, are doing a good job of like kind of continuing off from the story from Rebirth. Mm-hmm. But some of them aren't. Like, it's like Rebirth didn't happen. That's always the problem they have, too, when they have these... Except for Flashpoint, which they did just completely run the whole gamut. Yeah. But but when they did Crisis on Infinite Earth, certain books didn't act like anything had changed. And And I find myself enjoying the books that are acknowledging what just happened you mm-hmm. know with that something is going on right you know, like it seems like action comics and superman are kind of like the mr oz storyline because he's come up the, the most in those two titles that i've that could, I, I could recognize right and uh and i like i really liked wonder woman rebirth um because she knows, like, she talks about her different origins, and she doesn't... Well, I was going to say, she's aware of everything that's changed. She's... She, not not just this time, but all the times before. Yeah. So she knows, like, something's not right, and I like the... She's going to be seeking out what the truth is. So I'm super excited about the Wonder Woman title. Um, Aquaman seemed to like nothing. He's just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, I picked up on something in Aquaman, but honestly, it wasn't even enough that I wrote a note or made a mental note of it. I just went, oh, that could be... And then I, I saw a shiny object or something yeah. and I moved on to the next thing. Yeah. So Aquaman, uh, I want it to be really good, but it seems just like more of this... Actually, hold on. Let me... I, I do remember thinking this when I was reading Aquaman. I did appreciate the fact that they tried to draw a very distinct line between... Aquaman is a joke because he talks to fish, and Aquaman is the ruler of two-thirds of the planet and is a fucking barbarian, and some people see him as a terrorist. It was a very interesting uh, comparison of those two views of of Aquaman. Yeah, I do like how they touched how people view Aquaman from, you know, the readers, even though the general public. But I feel like the whole, like, there's a certain Atlantean section of the populace who want to go and take over the, you know, the land dwellers in Aquaman stock. I feel like that's been done to death. Uh, it's been done here. It's been done in Marvel. Yeah. It's yeah. But I mean, I'll still stick with it because I like Aquaman. What's your, been your favorites? Well, and here's the thing. I, so I missed it initially. Um, right now I'm going to go with green arrow, black Canary because you were right. It put everything right back to what I liked about green arrow. Black <laughs> yeah. Canary. Um, yeah. I'm really enjoying that. As the f- well. <laughs> Which one? Green Arrow. Oh, that is, yeah. And I'll tell you what, for a guy that really hasn't been that into The Flash for 20-some-odd years, I'm enjoying the shit out of what they're doing with The Flash. Now, it's the linchpin book, so they got to do something with it, but I'm really a lot of what's going on in there. I, I totally agree. So I would put um, Flash as my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. I'm a little biased because Flash is... My already your favorite, favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but they went it's almost like flash rebirth number one is you know was rebirth number two yeah, very much so that's i that's the way I took it now it should kind of be since flash caused rebirth yes or I'm sorry flash caused flashpoint which caused rebirth so his story should be the linchpin one. Mm-hmm. Since it was all his fault, anyways, which is brilliant because Barry already thinks every in every situation. You know what I mean? I mean, I just loved everything about this book. Williamson, the writer, is really good. Um, I'm gonna butcher his name, but uh, D. Gio Domenico, Gio Domenico. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm. It's it's very stylized art, but I I've always loved his art, and I think he just does a real good job because he doesn't make guys like super super like buff and huge and puffy. He's just slender and sleek, which I think is perfect for Flash. Um you notice he kind of downplays the armor look yes. of his suit as well. And it looks more like the old uh Flash I mean they're still there, the lines are still there because of his costume. But it almost just looks like lightning coming off his body. Yep. I, I did notice that and I did appreciate that. Um yeah, there's been a couple weird little things like because um, you know everybody knows my not everybody anybody that's listened to me talk about this before knows that as soon as everybody came out with the high collar crew crew mock turtleneck you know thing, I just kind of went well the costumes turned me off. Why is Superman? They dealt with a few of those like Superman had this newly redesigned Superman costume that he put on after this world Superman died, and I guess we're just supposed to assume this has always been his costume. Or some version thereof. I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But Captain Adam went back to one of his old looks for no pointed out reason. Just like, hey, just everybody, this is what I've looked like for a very long time. <laughs> I never changed. I mean, the costumes are always going to change. Yeah. But they just kind of like went, you know, I mean, a few people like Wonder Woman they actually show her change her outfit. Yeah, they did show it. And I'll, I'll tell you what, that outfit works a lot better in the movie. Than- Which one? That one she put on that looks like uh, the Gal Gadot version yeah. of the movie. Oh, you, the skirt you don't movie. like it? I haven't seen a good drawing of it that I've cared for very much yet. Um, the movie made it look a little more functional and kind of sexy. The comic books, I think, have been drawn kind of hot. And they, yeah. Uh, but in many cases, we've just had a, a costume character change his look without any comment or thought. He's just like, this is what I've always looked like. In a couple where they've like made a point of showing. Yeah, I guess like Superman's new outfit. They, I wish they could would have just gone straight. The old, back to the old, the outfit. old one, but I, you know, they're kind of meshed the two. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that throws me off the most is the like the lack of the red boots. The blue boots are kind of weird. Um, but look, we're gonna have yet another Superman. There's gonna be three, three Superman, four pretty soon. Yeah. So there's gonna be a few different iterations. But I do like it better than the. I in New Fifty Two had two different Superman costumes. Um, now here's the thing I'm wondering: we've seen the death of Superman in this universe. We have seen Doomsday come back. Yeah. We also are gonna have three or four Superman running around. This feel a little familiar to you? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's we, just because Dan Jurgens is <laughs> back to his old shenanigans again, or I had to check my calendar. I was yeah. like, well, wait, this is not where am 92? I? Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
And not that I mind them doing it, but it seems to me like maybe we're getting kind of like, don't stretch it out for six years. Hey, hey, we're going to have a few different Superman. We can look at how they deal deal with it. Um, but it did it did strike me as like, hey, I, I kind of see what. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually really liking the Superman story. It feels it feels like Superman again. Um, it's interesting. The new thing, obviously, is that Superman's a dad now. Um, the the one thing that kills me is. So you got two titles, Superman titles, Action Comics and Superman. Uh, Action Comics is what brings Superman out of hiding because he just finds it unacceptable that Luther is going to be Superman again. So all this stuff's going on. And then you read, you know, a week later, you read Superman number one, and they're just hanging out on the farm. Like, Yeah. I I hate when they... I hate when they when they did that with uh, uh, this story was five years ago. This story's supposed to be now. It's supposed to, it's going on at the same time. Yeah. I just wish they would at least bounce off each because I don't know. I'm like Superman. Even though Superman number one came out a week later, it feels like it's months later. It's before what happens. It's before Lex Luthor comes out as you know, wanting to be. So hopefully in a couple issues, you know, the stories will start to line up a little bit and gel. Um, yeah. I hope so, because that, it just bugs me. It's like, what's you would, this wouldn't be, you wouldn't be doing this <laughs> right now, you know? So, uh, but we'll see, but I still like the, you know, the direction of both and it'll be interesting to move forward. Uh, did you read Titans? Rebirth Titans? No, I have not read Titans yet. Dude, there's so many books coming out. I can't, it's hard to stay on top of it. Yeah, because I've got it. I've got a checklist, and yet I'm still missing <laughs> stuff on a basis. Yeah, actually, I had to um, buy the Kindle version of Green Arrow because I couldn't get in time, and it was sold out. And I really want the Neil Adams variant, so I couldn't pick up that one. But Titans is, I feel like, is also going to be pivotal to uh, Rebirth because you know Wally shows up. And he gets the rest of the Titans to remember him. So now it's not just Flash. So Flash knows um, Wally's there. Batman knows that what, what's going on because you know Flash and Batman are now officially on the case, working on it together. Which I yeah. absolutely love that they're doing that because it just makes sense. Like, why wouldn't Batman and Flash constantly work together on these things? To me, that one scene where you have Barry standing with his arms <laughs> crossed. And he says, I was about to crack a joke. And then I remember when Superman told me there's no jokes in the yeah, back game. No laughing in the back game. No laughing in the back game. I game. absolutely like that. love that. Because you know, he's just going crazy because he's so antsy. And you just, no, you got to just shut up and let Batman do thing in the back game. Yeah. But Titans, he basically explains the same thing to, you know, Nightwing. Who else? Well, who's in our arsenal? Is he going by arsenal? arsenal now? Yeah, so Arsenal... Uh, Troy, non-Troy. Jeez, um, who else is in for now? Anyways. Is is Raven still in there? No, Raven is not in there. It's Lilith, okay. I believe. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird team. But um, he basically breaks it down to them. And they're basically going to go figure out what's going on. So with Titans, so Aqualad's in it, Lilith, Nightwing, non-Troy, and Arsenal. So you were saying we got yes. Nightwing... Go ahead. Nightwing, um, Lilith, which I'm, for some reason, I'm having a hard time remembering her in the Titans. She's like, can read minds. <laughs> Sounds like a knockoff Raven to me. Yeah. 
but um, they're they're basically going to go on a, a quest, so to speak, to find out what's going on because uh, Wally basically tells them there's something big going to happen, something bad is looming, and they're going to figure it out together. So I think Titans is going to play into big. Can also continue on the rebirth, um, the big story of rebirth, as opposed to uh, it feels like um, like Green Arrow and Superman and even Batman. Are, they're kind of doing their own thing. A little bit, yeah. So Flash and Titans, I mean, obviously you got Wally and, and Barry. There's, they seem to be the guys that are going to be, it's going to be focused around. So even though... A little bit, Bat, Batman and Barry are digging around looking for clues and uh, where the Watchmen uh, smiley face man came from, too. Yeah, but it all seems like they're only doing that in the Flash comic, because in Detective Comics and Batman, that's not happening. Yeah, he's off doing other he's stuff. He's off doing... Um, so Detective is going to be interesting because now they have... They're kind of bringing the Bat family back together. Right, and Clayface is going to be one of yeah. the crime fighters, which is cool. <laughs> interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it. I mean, it doesn't really make any sense because it seemed like um, at the beginning of the whole... The reason he brought everyone together is because he found these little drones following him and everyone else around, but it didn't seem like they were following um, Clayface around. Like, I don't know why Clayface got pulled in. Yeah, well, hopefully there's a reason. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I I, I did like it, though. I liked the issue. I liked the art. Eddie Burrows is a good artist. I love how it opened with uh, Asriel, you know, I think as I've always liked Azrael, his costumes. I really like it in this too. Uh, hopefully, he pops back up again. He's not just you know feeding the fog. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be good. And Batman will be interesting, just because I like that. There's there seems to be a story going on. There's a mystery, you know. They're trying to figure it out, and I always like that. Well, and that that makes it funner to read too. When there's an actual that's I mean that's why I always preferred for a long period of time with Batman. Because he was trying to solve a mystery most yeah. often, and, and there was a clue. Like especially when I was a little kid, and you go back and you reread those uh, Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams ones. Mm-hmm. It was more like a Sherlock Holmes wearing bad ears story. Oh, you know? yeah. Just a ton of fun to read. That's always been my favorite type of Batman. Yeah, it's when there's a mystery and you know people are dying or whatever maybe, and he's got to figure it out. That to me, is, you know, I much prefer that over. Batman in a crazy suit punching Darkseid in the face. Yes. Or or shooting him with a super bullet or Yeah, whatever maybe, you know. I mean it's it's interesting to occasionally take Batman and put him in the sci fi group, you know. Just like, oh well I happen to have this gadget and this airplane and this suit of armor that I can take with you to that alien planet. Yeah, I, I much but I've always preferred the street level. Yeah. He works a lot better picking locks and, and looking for uh fun that. Yeah, yeah. Um so anything else that jumps? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears here. If there's nothing else you want to hit specifically on rebirth right at the moment, no, I'm just uh, I'm just enjoying it. It's me too. So for the first time in for the first time in probably ten or twelve years, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying comics. Uh, when did Fifty Two originally come out? I want to say it's been going on for five or six years. Uh, not the new Fifty Two, but the original Fifty Two. Oh, Fifty Two. Um, Is that 2005? Let me see. Right about right. I love. I love that comic. Okay, so that's probably the last time I had this much fun book series. Absolutely. Um, I just liked it that, you know, 
it was 2010. No, 2006. I'm sorry, May 10th. It wasn't. So yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. So it was ten years ago. So and right on schedule again. So it's about every ten years they do a universe shakeup. Um, but I haven't had this much fun reading a series since 52. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of want to talk about universal shakeups here. Um, did you watch the last episode of The Flash, the season finale? I did. Absolutely. Okay. So we know that Barry just went and created some kind of paradox. Mm-hmm. And apparently the shooting script, at least, for the first episode of season three is called Flashpoint Paradox. Well, yeah, I guess that uh, confirms what we were thinking. Uh-huh. Now, I am wondering, and maybe I'm hoping for too much, maybe they could use this event to fix what's gone wrong with Arrow, bring Supergirl into the universe, and to fix what's gone tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, by the way, even though it was kind of rocky, it did have a pretty solid ending. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was one of the ones I had to cut from the uh, from my <laughs> my regular programming. Um, but after I heard about you know Iron Man coming back, and then the possibility of JSA... Uh, mm-hmm. I, my uh, interest has been peaked again, yeah. so I might have to check it out because I'm all about that. I mean, if this Flashpoint, because we know that Superwoman is going to the CW now, yes. So this kind of bring, and we know that she's cur- currently in a separate universe. Because when, they, but they don't have to leave it that way. If they, yeah, they could. Uh, know, well, merge. depending on how they handle it. Mm-hmm. They can absolutely, and you know they're going to cross them over because they've already said there's going to be a four-hour crossover this season. Yeah. So why not put them in the same universe? And they hired a Superman for Supergirl. They did. Yes. Yeah. I don't know the actor, and I can't remember his name, but there's going to be a a Superman on TV, and we don't know how much or how often, but there you go. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the other day I was reading an article, somebody complaining about how there were too many iterations of DC Comics. I'm thinking, isn't the thing we just learned that you need to accept that there are other DC universes and go with it? <laughs> yeah, that's always been a thing. Yeah. Like, forever. We need to just, like, you know what, let's have a different TV universe and a different movie universe. And you know what, if they're all awesome and they work out, let's let them cross over at some point, too. Well, here's the thing, like, so I'll, I'll be online and, and I'll be reading a lot of, you know, the feeds and people's comments and stuff and we have a whole generation of people who their comic book continuity or their superhero continuity comes from the movies the television shows and some of the animated movies that's their continuity because they'll break that stuff up as part of their like well this happened in this animated movie or this happened in the movie so that's the way it is and you're like well no (laughs) that's not the way it is that's the movie universe you know that's not yeah so that's I, all the information they have, and that's all the knowledge they have is just from they, what they've watched on the screen in front of them. I have absolutely seen that. Yeah, that's. But you know, here's the thing: like in a couple of those cases, compare the Under the Red Hood movie to the Under the Red Hood comics. Mm-hmm. I would, if you wanted to wipe out some of that comic story in favor of the movie, the animated movie, I'd be a hundred percent for it. Well, because it was just a much more concise tight little package yeah you're talking about like arguably the best animated movie they made as well too so well i mean that yeah you do have to take that into account with it we are i mean i i would rank that that's like one of my top favorite batman movies oh absolutely it was was fantastic and i mean there's going to be times where the movies and the television shows and the, the cartoons 
will do things a little bit better than the comics. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, essentially, you're, you know, it's take two. You can take what yep. works and take what doesn't, and uh, sometimes it will be better. But it doesn't make it, like, gospel. No, it doesn't. But you're right. We've had... Um, <clears throat> Well, let's just we'll just from the start of the Marvel universe. We'll just start there. We've had nine years now of pretty excellent on-screen superhero storytelling. Yep. With lots of you know Netflixes, and we've had how many Marvel movies have come out? The amount of on-screen comic book superhero sci-fi interconnected storytelling. It's more accessible to most people because mm-hmm. it's not like you just walk into. Best Buy and buy comic books. You can't just go into your grocery store and get comic books to buy comic books or to buy comic or Kindle, which I still don't. Yeah, you have to, you know, you have to actively go seek out. Yeah. And for newer people, it's hard. Like, where do you what do you start with? You know, I have a lot of friends that you know see me that I read comics and they always tell me like, well, what should I read? And that is like the, one of the hardest questions I ever get. Like, that's a lot of pressure because I can either create or break a comic fan. Oh, right absolutely. in there, you know. So uh, that's part of the problem they had with Star Trek too. You know? Yeah. How do you jump into something that's got well at this point fifty years, but you know at the point where they were rebooting forty three years of continuity on it? Hey, you know I, I'd like to check out Star Trek. What episode do I start with? And you go, fuck. There's seven hundred hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and about a third of it's awesome, a third of it's okay, and a third of it's terrible. Yeah. So you know. And let me tell you, well, I love comic books and I love superheroes. There's some god awful shit out there. Oh yeah, especially in the last five years, um, <laughs> I would say more of it is bad or mediocre than, yeah. than excellent. Well, they, I don't even think they were. Try- I don't think Marvel or DC were trying in the last few years. I think Marvel, get, having been bought by a uh, Disney, was figuring, well, fuck it, we'll just float on the, you know, we'll float on the movie money, mm-hmm. and then if we can bolster comic sales using the movies, which Let's face it, you're going to make a lot more money on movies and video games than you are comic. That's what you're going to get. Yeah, so I think their money-making plan is, one, is two things that drive me bonkers. Uh, variant covers. Hey. Yeah, so they just pump out variant covers like crazy, and they and they sell. When you talk to any retailer, those are the ones that sell. Um, and then two is uh, events, you know, like yeah. Rebirth. I I will fully admit I'm totally buying into the, the rebirth event, but that's because I haven't liked anything DC's put out for the last five years. Right, but Marvel, who's been been the one shitting in tall cotton right. since they're still event driven. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're doing Civil War two right now, and then they already um, just announced their next event, which I can't for the life of me remember right off the top of my head. But it's it's just nonstop. It's like event after event after event. And yeah. And it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to jump into. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like the books that are good are outside of the event because yeah. you got the creative teams are allowed to tell a story, not tell a story that has to be like, all right, you can tell this story, but there's also this huge event going on. So you have to intertwine. Yes. Yeah, so the editor, editor comes in and you go, well, on this page, you need to reference yeah. that over here instead of using this bad guy we want you to do this and you can't go to that location because all of New York's been destroyed by Thanos it's insane you're talking like maybe you might get five five issues in between on a run between events because every six months they have an event and uh, that doesn't make for good comics you know unfortunately yes the events are great 
but it's not just like a six issue event. It's six issues, and then there's like fifty tie in issues. Well, that's the problem I have is when every every title ties in, and there's no there's first off, it's hard to get a single issue of something that's a good complete story anymore. The page counts are so you know you have to use three four mm-hmm. issues to tell a story. Okay, that I get, but when you get okay, well this entire summer. Every single book, except for these two, is going to go towards this story or tell a backstory for this story. Well, a little bit harder to get into, though. Yeah, the way they they write comics is completely, like, they write comics for trade paperbacks now. They yep. they are set up in seasons, like te- television. Yep. There are no, I mean, other than the annuals, there might be a, one good single issue, good story, but they just don't write the comics like that anymore. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's a good way to do it. I mean, look at Valiant. Valiant was, back in the day, take internally consistent, consistent universal standards and create one universe. And other comic book companies still, they felt like disjointed pieces, but now they're all too intertwined. Yeah. There has to be some level, single single issue development or single cast. Yeah, I mean... And Valiant, I mean, they're doing some good stuff again too. I mean, Valiant's yeah. definitely up there. I mean, they're they're putting out some quality stuff. Are they? I, I haven't even checked. Them. Yeah, for the last couple of years, they've been. I mean, they've been putting out some good stuff for sure. But uh, I think that's why I think I've just been really gravitating towards Image so much lately, just because I can read a book that's one story, and there's not fifty other characters around it. You know. <clears throat> driving the story or manipulating the story in any way. It's great. Because now you read a, a Marvel comic, and remember back in the day, like you'd be reading like Spider-Man, and then like Daredevil would make an appearance. You'd be like, oh, cool, you know. Now it's like random heroes from all over the place will pop up like damn near every issue. It's like yeah. not even a big deal anymore. Trying to cross-pollinate a little bit. Yeah, but then you're like, well, what the heck's going on with this person now? Like... <laughs> You you just don't know what's going on. There's no good jumping on points. You have to read like five years in in the past to know what's going on today. No, I can see that being an issue. Uh, what well, you know, like you were saying, where do you tell somebody to start? Oh well, Paul, what's coming up that you're uh, really excited for? Is it primarily going to be rebirth, or is there something else? Well, right now it's definitely I'm I'm all all in with the rebirth thing. So uh, it's definitely taking up a lot of my enjoyment. <laughs> Is re- yeah, well, it's it's pretty solid though, so I can certainly see why. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Marvel, and to be honest, I haven't even read any of Civil War yet. I'll probably read it, the collected version when it's out, because I've just been reading, you know, focused on Rebirth right now. Um, as far as the next movie is just Suicide Squad, still the next one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go, you know, Star Trek, obviously. Well, this one, and I'm going to leave the earlier topic alone. This one, I think, could be the make or the break. I would agree uh, with that. Yeah. I. This is the 50th anniversary. I hope they nail it. I hope they get it right. Honestly, everybody they hired for it, I like. I like all the actors, I think, yeah. are really good. Um, I, I did hear Carl Urban almost did not come back as McCoy for this movie, though. Really? And that would have that shit on it for me, because I think he is the, the, the shining star <laughs> yeah. of the series. He's, he's yeah, like, he, he did really good in the first yeah. Um I mean, I like everybody in it, but for me, Carl Carl Urban is such a perfect take of D-Force Kill that I could interchange them and enjoy them. Yeah, you know? I'm a big fan of Carl Urban. 
he does good work. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty solid. I, you know what? I still haven't seen his Judge Dredd. Really? Yeah. Have you seen I, The I, Raid? Yes. It's the same movie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, then maybe I don't need to see it. <laughs> but I actually really liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was much better than uh, Stallone's version. Not that that's a well, that very was- high bar to do, but uh, I-, I dug it. I thought it was really good, and I wish they would have that he did a great job as Dread, and I hope they make. He, I know he's been pushing to make another one. I hope they do because I, I actually really liked it. I dug it. But did you hear all about the the reshoots for Rogue One? I did, but I don't. I don't panic over reshoots. I, I never do because you know they reshoot movies all the way to the last minute all the time. I, it's true. I just uh, it's just the rumors as to why it was essentially the same. Uh, rumors as to why they did reshoots for Suicide Squad. They wanted to add more humor yeah. and lighten it up a little bit because they said it was too dark. Which I was like, well, I kind of want to see a dark uh, Star Wars movie. Well, yeah, and 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 we're going to. I mean, we're definitely going yeah. to. Um, and of course, the rumor now is, and I think we've all speculated on this: this movie ends five minutes before our New Hope. Yeah, ends. like right before, yeah. and I'm. That makes me very happy. We're gonna see Vader just slicing shit out. That'll make it. I mean, I'll sit. I would sit through two hours just to see ten minutes of that. That would be badass. I would love to see a movie where they just fucking take the leash off of him and let him just fuck people up. Yeah, absolutely. Do you do you read any of the um, the new Star Wars uh, universe novels at all? Uh, I have read some of them. The new. Ones. Did you Did you read Lords of the Sith? I haven't read Lords of the Sith yet. That one is badass. Palpatine and Vader yep. are stranded and have to fight their way out. And I mean, and literally, the force powers to pull shit out of the sky. And, oh, yeah, I and, you know that. Yeah, I can't remember how extreme it gets, but at one point, Vader's um, his fighter and another fighter are coming up on each other, and he actually strangles the pilot. Either strangles the pilot or takes control of that guy's ship by moving his uh, nice. his controls. But I mean, he actually uses the force in that range to just like fuck the pilot up. It's that's pretty fantastic. awesome. Now I, I have the, uh, I have it digitally. I just haven't read it yet. Get the audio book. It's really good. Oh, that, maybe I should get that before my road trip. Yeah. Matter of fact, I think tonight I'm actually going to set up a page on the website where you can sign up for Audible or try out a bunch of different Amazon stuff mm. or, or buy a lightsaber. So I'm going <laughs> to, I may set that up tonight. <laughs> you should. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm down for all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we did. We did kick off a Patreon account, which as cheesy it is, I do have my first uh, patron, patron on Patreon, and it's you. Hey, hey, imagine that! I told you, man. As soon as you got that, I would jump on there. Yeah. So that's. I mean, thank you for doing that. That's really awesome and uh, very cool for you to do that. And you are, even though the page is still kind of messy, you are on the contributors page as an associate. No, I just I anything to help out, man. Well, I appreciate that. I yeah. figure the least uh, I can do for you. Uh, making my drive to work that much more enjoyable. (laughs) I appreciate that. Also, I am going to have t-shirts and stuff coming up for sale through, I think it's going to be through Cafe Press. Oh, is that the one, the picture you sent me? Yeah, where it's the, I've got the character and and the new logo, which I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, I have seen that in the new logo, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely be buying that, be wearing it around town. Well, see, I've got um, July 9th and 10th here in Modesto, we are doing well. Not we. They are having a comic convention. I've got a table. 
I'm going to have like postcards and stickers. I got some business cards made up, and I got a banner made up for the table. Nice. Um, I think what I'm also going to do is go get some gift certificates from Bonanza and from uh, the Galaxy Theater in Riverbank. Mm-hmm. Nice. And just like you know, sign up for our Facebook page and our Twitter account and get in the raffle. How are you going to be doing that when you're stocking Sam Jones the whole time? You know, I'm not going to be able to stock him the whole time because I'm also going to have to stock uh, Doug hey. Jones. And um, and also Crystal Hubbard, a lovely young lady making a Supergirl uh, fan movie. Mm-hmm. Who, she's here as well. Nice. So I'm going to be pretty fucking You're going to be busy, dude. Hopefully someone's going to help out and sit at your table. Uh, actually, yeah, my buddy Julian from Oakland's coming down nice. to help out. I think that wraps it up for this week. Yep, yep. Yeah, uh, go read Rebirth. I think that's the thing that's really nailing all the points right now. Absolutely. Uh, Captain. That Captain America thing that looks like it might have been a flash in the pan because it pissed people off for about two days, and I haven't heard anything since. Well, I think people just, you know, reacted like we all did, and uh, it should. It's, number two comes out Wednesday, right? Yeah, I think it's this week. Yeah, I'll be I'll be getting that too because I want to see what the hell's going on. I want to see if I uh, if our anger is is valid or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. I, yeah, the proof will be in the pudding. Yeah. I imagine. I'll right we'll be checking that out. All right, Paul. Well, thank you very much. All right, brother. And uh, that's uh, that's it for this week's uh, comic commentary from Geekish Cast with Jeremy and Paul. And Paul is our new associate producer of the show. Um, <laughs> you can find us at geekishcast.com, facebook.com, slash geekishcast. And I tweet from at the geekishcast. Paul, you want to throw your Twitter or anything out there? Or are you cool? Oh, yeah. I tweet at uh, paulviera79. Or, yeah, at paulviera79. That's what I tweet from. Basically just regurgitating news out to the folks. That's, but you regurgitate good stuff. So uh, if you're out there on the Twitters, go look them up. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.